Hello BPI traders, welcome back to Traders Takedown. In today's episode, our head of research Angela Torres will share his outlook for 2022 to guide investors on how to set themselves up for more investment opportunities this year. Good day everyone. I hope you are all safe and well. Thank you for joining us for another podcast session sponsored by BPI Trade. This is Angela Torres, currently the head of research at BPI Securities and I will walk you through our views for 2022. Our theme for this year is really about looking past the near-term speed bumps. So despite near-term headwinds, we are still constructive on Philippine equities for 2022, and we forecast the PSEI to deliver 18% in returns by year-end. Our base case PSEI target is 8,600, with valuations supported by number one, 27% core profit growth led by the cyclical sectors, to be specific, property, banks, and their parent conglomerates, which account for about 70 to 75% of index market cap, and all of which should directly benefit from economic recovery and economic reopening. Number two, we still see ample domestic liquidity. Note that as of November 2021, universal and commercial CASA deposits are up by about 30% since the end of 2019, and the BSP facilities are up by about 150% over the same time frame. And number three, we expect to see a revival in investor confidence as the market learns to look past near-term headwinds and focus on the country's medium-term growth outlook and prospects. However, it must be pointed out that we do not expect share prices to gap up on a straight-line basis, Volatility could still be elevated in the first quarter ahead of the May 2022 elections while the Omicron variant may put stress on supply chains and global trade. Still, we expect returns to be more pronounced from the second quarter of this year onwards when the dust settles post-elections and concerns over Omicron ease. The next point that we want to share with you is to take advantage of volatility. Now, looking back at our experience with the Delta variant, we note that share prices in the Philippine market corrected sharply after the first local cases were confirmed in the middle of July. Yet, within two months or around the first week of September 2021, the market had already rebounded as daily cases peaked and the vaccination drive ramped up. So just like the trends seen during the Delta surge, we think that Omicron-induced volatility could ease in less than two months. That is, cases peak or remain elevated until the end of this month to early Feb, but we may see some knock-on effects on supply chains and labor markets, which are gradually being priced in already, in our view. This should provide investors an opportunity to accumulate on weakness and take advantage of the eventual run-up in share prices due to the better visibility on the growth outlook. Now, you may ask us, what gives us the confidence to remain calm First, the economy is better equipped, in our view, for the surge in daily cases due to substantial immunity, stringent protocols such as masks and social distancing, and a more prepared healthcare sector. Next, Omicron appears to be less severe than previous iterations, while the current lineup of vaccines are still known to provide protection from severe illness. Third, the development and distribution of antiviral pills and antibody treatments could be a game-changer which may dramatically reduce hospitalizations and deaths among the infected. Among the big producers and manufacturers of these products are Pfizer, Merck, 
and GSK. So as a result of all these, we think that a reversion to draconian lockdown measures that severely curb mobility and completely shut down industries are unlikely to happen this year. That is, alert levels that are higher than alert level 4. We also believe that consumers and businesses have learned to adjust their ways via the use of technology in particular to mitigate the economic impact of the pandemic. We thus think that the growth outlook is still intact and a sharp economic recovery or rebound is in store, albeit more evident from the second quarter onwards. To support this view, the BPI economists actually expect GDP growth to accelerate to 7.3% this year from about 5.1% in 2021. Also, it must be pointed out that third quarter 2021 earnings for the PSEI still rose by 27% year-on-year, a very decent number despite the emergence of Delta and the reimposition of some mobility curbs in NCR, which as you know is the country's main growth driver or main growth engine. The resilience in earnings in the third quarter last year is attributed to pent-up demand, cost reduction initiatives including the positive impact of CREATE via lower taxes and equally important, the absence of extreme operating capacity restrictions. Furthermore, we want to point out that retail mobility, which we believe is an important proxy for consumer confidence towards late 2021, briefly exceeded pre-pandemic levels prior to the Omicron wave. So to us, this is a leading indicator of improving economic activity and this also suggests that there is indeed latent demand. So as cases eventually peak and more people get vaccinated and get boosted, we think that mobility levels will pick up again and hence consumer confidence will also pick up. Now let's talk about our stock picking strategy for 2022. So basically our stock picking is anchored on firms that are poised for heady medium-term growth and possess robust balance sheets to mitigate the near-term macro volatility and to support growth opportunities down the line. All of the names we like are also resilient to inflation headwinds in our view. So our list includes cyclical stocks, in particular Ayala Corp or AC, Ayala Land or Ali, BDO and GTCap, basically property banks and conglos that we think are highly levered to the economic recovery story. In addition, we also like names that are clear beneficiaries of structural trends or long-term themes such as digitalization and demand for internet connectivity benefiting Converge. It also helps that there is a very low fiber penetration rate in the country relative to our ASEAN peers and this suggests huge upside for long-term growth. Also, higher use of renewable energy, capacity expansion, and tightening power supply demand dynamics should benefit ASEAN. Also, broad ESG themes should bode well for the stock. So just a recap, our favorite names or topics for this year are AC, Ali, BDO, GTCAP, Converge, and ASEN. Now, what would concern us? So near-term downside risks to our views are number one, a prolonged COVID-19 outbreak, in particular the emergence of more powerful variants. Hopefully, we don't see this anymore. Number two, Another key risk is higher-than-expected inflation due to supply chain disruptions and the weaker peso that could cap margins and erode consumer purchasing power. As you know, the country is not positioned well in a rising commodity price environment, 
plus the global supply chain issues continue to be a concern for investors, albeit some consultants and government officials overseas are already saying that the worst might be behind us with respect to the global supply chain crisis, and we hope they are correct. And number three, another risk is election-related risks, including regulatory uncertainty. Now, let me expound on the third key risk, which is election-related risk. So the May 2020 presidential elections are just around the corner with, again, election-related risks possibly intensifying in the coming weeks. Historically, we have noted that the PSEI has had a rather subpar performance during each first quarter of the last three presidential election years. Those were 2004, 2010, and 2016, with investors likely on wait-and-see mode. Just to be more specific, during the first quarter of those years, the PSEI returned just 1.3%. So the performance could be attributed to a number of things, such as heightened uncertainty regarding the economic policies of those running for office, and of course, uncertainty as well on the regulatory agenda of these candidates. So examples of which are possibly candidates pushing for changes in tax regimes, and other regulatory matters such as tariffs on utilities, varying priorities on infrastructure development, and different views on fiscal and monetary policy, among others. Um, in addition, we think that investors are closely watching out for the candidates' respective COVID-19 recovery plans and how they intend to fund those initiatives. Nonetheless, we have also noted that once the dust has settled post-elections, that is, from June 1 to December 31 of the presidential election years, again 2004, 2010, and 2016, the PSEI has returned about 13.8% on average. So the run-up could be due to increased visibility on how economic policies and regulatory trends could play out once a new leader is elected. And on election-related spending as a catalyst this year, we are not too bullish about it. We're not too excited about it. Yes, the increased liquidity in the system could have some impact on consumption trends, but we think that volumes will be driven more by economic reopening and the cessation of lockdowns. So that ends our session for today, and we hope that we were able to provide you with valuable market insights, especially with respect to what we expect for 2022. Please continue to monitor this podcast or Spotify channel for more updates and stock market-related items going forward. Thank you again, and keep safe. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the podcast creators, hosts, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the policies and position of BPI Securities Corporation or its other employees. Any content provided does not intend to malign any group, individual, or anything. This podcast episode is purely for informational purposes only and shall not be construed as a solicitation to buy or sell any securities, futures, options, and or other financial instruments. To participate in any particular trading strategy or to provide any investment advice or service. Any recommendation herein does not pertain to any specific investment objective, financial situation, or any particular need of the listeners.